Talking baseball, Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Fella, the scooter. Welcome the in, everyone. It's the Home Run Porch Night. It's Thursday. Madison Quinn along with uh, Will Thompson and Kevin Kennedy. Um, right off the top here, guys, lots of talk about aliens going on right now. And uh, as we're talking about this, I found an alien today, actually, and um, his name's Shohei Otani. This would be the first complete game shutout, and there it is. Shohei Otani goes all nine. There were some... Uh, some clapping for Shohei, who goes to the opposite field. Get going, yeah! His major league leading 37th. Oppo shot. Oh, oh he got another one. Get going. Otani has done it again. Santa Maria. Complete game shutout, check. Two homers in a nightcap. Check. So, um, uh, Los Angeles Angels, a star face of baseball, Shohei Otani, uh, pitches a shutout in their doubleheader for game one and then hits two bombs the next game. Um, he's insane, right? Well, can I, can I just jump in here? Yeah. You know, your love for Shohei, who's on another team, is more than my love when for When have Rise. I ever talked about Shohei on, the, on this show? <laughs> when have Ladies I Ladies and gentlemen, he talks about him nonstop all, every time oh. we're out, anywhere else. It's hard not to talk about such a unique player, though, because yeah. it just is its unbelievable. A shutout in the morning and two home runs yeah, at crazy. night. I mean, he, and he's not going anywhere. He's staying on the Angels. That's the news yesterday. We'll yep. get into some more hot stuff You know, the funny thing is, later, if he'd but, grown up in the United States, there's no way they would allow him to do both. No, he would, he would never no. gotten that far. Yeah. No, doing both again. Lots crazy. of breaking news coming in. Like Will said, hot stove. MLB trade deadline week this week. Um, if you want to join us, the KFGO text club three five two seven zero. Tell us who do you think the Twins who we need by the end of the, by the end of the weekend. Um, the Twins are going to be picking up someone. They already had a little bit of a transaction yesterday. We'll get to that um, a little later in the show. But yeah, text in three five two seven zero. What do the Twins need to add to? Uh, Win a playoff game. This 17 season. relief pitchers. Okay, there's my two cents. <laughs> but it was a good week. Oh, Pretty good week of week. Twins baseball. Oh, yeah. very, very good week. I went to a game on Sunday. We can jump in right there because uh, very early on in the week, we dispelled the the White Sox a couple times and yeah. uh, doing some good stuff. And then I went to the game on Sunday. It was an excellent game. And, and after that game, Alexander Kirilov named the player of the week. Yep. So it was pretty good. Wasn't he my pick the stick, too? He was. He was. That's right. I have a feeling that you might have won, but we'll get there when we get there. Okay. But so speaking of Alexander Kirilov, I went to the game on, on Sunday with my family and, and a friend, and uh, it, was, it was a pretty not great game up until the ninth inning. And then in the ninth inning, they started to come back, and it ultimately culminated in, uh, in Alexander Kirilov coming to the plate with a tying run on second, and he did this. Another one-run game between these two teams. The 1-0 pitch, line to left, down the line, fair ball! Inside the left field line, Castro scores, Kirilov to second, Twins come back, it's 3-3! Now, this did not end in the ninth. It went on for several more innings, and there was a lot of shenanigans. It, it was the longest game I've ever been to. I've never been to a 12-inning game before. As a, as a side note, Will asked me last week, he goes, hey, I got an extra ticket for Sunday, do you want to come? I said, well, I'm working, and he goes, 
oh, you really should come. And I go, I really should, but I really got to work. And then we were texting after, and I was like, why wasn't I at that game? <laughs> it was short notice in, in Kevin's defense and Madison's defense, too. He had a, a house party going on. so But it was yeah. a very good game that ultimately ended in the 12th on, on this play. 4-4 in the 12th, but now two outs. Second and third, the 1-1 pitch. Ground ball right side, base hit right field. Farmer scores. Jeffers delivers. Twins win. Twins win. The Minnesota Twins, the walk-off win, and a weekend sweep over Chicago. 5-4 the final. The celebration underway. Jeffers being mobbed by his teammates in between first and second base. Gatorade cooler emptied, bucket of bubble gum emptied, and Jeffers has that cream-colored jersey top. It is drenched in water, and the Twins walk it off in 12 on a Jeffers game winner. 5-4, Twins prevail and sweep this weekend series. I think if the Twins find out, how many games you've been to so far? This you've been to a bunch. Um, that was my thirteenth game of the season. And how many have they won of those games? They're now six and seven in games I've attended, but okay. four of the six walk uh, wins have been walk off wins. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Wow. And uh, that's I think I, I told you guys before. I think that's one of the best calls I've ever heard Corey Povis do. It was it was just great. Yeah. Twins win, just screaming it. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Love Corey Provis on the yeah. call, and I'm going to pick up right where. Um, uh, Will leaves off on Monday. We had another walk off, didn't we? We did another extra innings walk off. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, um, uh, with who else but Carlos Correa? And the pitch, a swing, a line drive, right field, shallow. Hernandez coming on. He'll slide and misses the ball. He missed it in right field. Solano scores. Correa put the ball in play, and the Twins win it in walk off fashion on back to back days. Four three, the final in ten. I haven't looked up the numbers, but I think the Twins are in the highest percentile of winning walk-off games, especially not only this year, but probably last year as well. They win a lot of them. I know that uh, the A's have won 13 walk-offs oh, this wow. year. Yeah, they don't win a lot of games. They've only won like 13 games. <laughs> yeah, 26 about. When they win, they tend to win in a walk-off fashion. I guess that makes a little sense. I don't know. Yeah. One the of the interesting win. side notes of this job is when I'm working the nights, the Twins are playing. So that game, I was working, and I have the game. We have a TV here in the, in the studio, so I'm watching the game, but the sound is off, and I'm listening to the call on the radio. So the call happens about one pitch ahead on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I knew what was going to happen, and I jump out of the chair, and I run over to the TV so I can watch it, and I already knew what was going to happen. It was It was the most insane Moment, because then I texted you guys right away and said, "All right, who I I wanted that one." Madison goes, "I believe I'll take that one." (laughs) And of course, they didn't win the next two games, so I wasn't scrounging so much because something happened that uh, I really liked uh, on Tuesday. Uh, You know, you said to Jack a little bit earlier. You said you thought that the inside the park home run was a more exciting play than the triple. I really believe, and and Will kind of argued with me. I really believe the triple is a great play because. It involves usually hitting it down the line, usually opposite field, usually right field, and it sometimes getting a good bounce. The the inside the park usually careens past the player, something like that. that that's a little bit different, but it this play was just great on Tuesday night against the Mariners. A game they did lose though. Line to right down the line. That's going to be a fair ball inside the right field line. That's going to find the corner. Kepler has third base and the green light from Tommy Watkins. He is heading home. The relay is not in time. 
Castro makes third as Kepler scores, and the Twins have a 5-1 lead. Yeah, a game they actually lost, Ugh. which was painful to watch. But yeah. yeah, so a good week though. What were they five and no five five and two? Uh, I believe they were four and four, two four with and the two, one yeah. day off. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So I mean that's good. You know, you, oh. winning weeks are that that's what you'll take. And we dispelled of the White Sox. They're officially going to sell. Already started selling. Yeah. Sold Giolito off. Definitely, if we want to get into what what the Twins did yesterday, maybe you guys. Sure. Um, uh, so trade deadline, like we said, is going down right now. Um, so a little bit uh, transaction wise came in yesterday for the Twins. The Twins sent Jorge Lopez, the relief pitcher, uh, to Miami for another relief pitcher, um, Dylan Floro. Um, I was talking to Will, having him explain it to me. Um, we'll have him go more in depth. What I what my what I'm thinking is. Somewhat of an even kind of pitcher swap. It seems as though this Dylan Floro um, guy is a little bit more um, uh, on the clutch side than Jorge Lopez. Chains of scenery from Lopez. Also want to report Cody Christie from Twins Daily told me yesterday um, about what he's hearing in the in the clubhouse. Um, he said um, Lopez wanted to be closer to his family. That, that um, makes sense with the, the, the break he took. And before his mental health issues, uh, Cody did say um, – his son was having some medical issues as well. Yeah. Um. Before, so I just want to say, um, we're gonna uh, wish you know Jorge Lopez all the best. I hope it goes up and up for him. Um. But yeah, what 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 is your takeaway here, Will? Well, strictly from a baseball perspective, I think that this trade makes sense for, for both teams as well. It sounds like uh the personnel reason was more the motivation for getting this done, but I think it makes a lot of sense from the baseball perspective. So if you just look at their numbers straight up this year. Uh, Floro's been a better relief pitcher than Lopez by, you know, a hair or two, a, a little bit better. Um, the difference is, is that Floro has had terrible defense behind him. Uh, just absolutely terrible. When a ball gets hit in play against Floro, it's a hit like 400, like 40% of the time. So like hitting 400 against him uh, on balls in play, which is just not sustainable. That's, that's some pretty bad luck. So even if we didn't see some positive regression from him, we're probably upgrading the bullpen slightly. Um, but with some positive regression, we've probably upgraded the bullpen a little bit. Uh, Kevin, I know you want 17 relievers, so we probably still need a couple more, but this I is was, at least one. I was a little sad to see him go, especially since his last outing was great. Yeah. But one thing that has always been said about the Twins organization, yes, they are very cheap. The front office is extremely cheap. But every every player that's played here says they are really a decent organization to play for. And I can just see him going to the front office saying, look, my kid has got some health issues. I need to be close to him. And them going, you know what? We'll make that trade and mm-hmm. and calling and calling Miami where he's from mm-hmm. to make that yeah. trade and saying look here's the deal and then sending them back so I, I you know my hats off to them I didn't you know we didn't know that so. uh, got a text in here um, someone says a really great great point everyone always asks what to add but what are you going to subtract if you trade for a right-handed hitter Kepler Gallo Buxton injured list that's a really good point I think we'll bring that up here. At the other side of the break, you're listening to The Home Run Porch on KFGO. I'm Madison along with Will and Kevin. We'll be right back. This is Will Thompson alongside Madison Gwynn and Kevin Kennedy, the home run porch on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 at KFGO. We're going to be getting into uh, the trivia section here. You can go ahead and text at 35. 
888-900-2270 to add your two cents because uh, it sounds like there's going to be quite a few trivia questions today, Kevin. <laughs> oh, quick quick thing for you guys. I uh, want to answer the texter who had a really good text before the break. Um, if we add someone, who are going we subtract? You say if we add this big right-handed hitter, uh, texture says Kepler, Gallo, Buxton. Who, what's that corresponding move going to look like? Um, I'm fine with uh, moving Joey Gallo. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, he actually Agreed. has value. Um, everybody in Twins territory is, is really down on Joey Gallo, but he's an above-average bat, even yeah. with how he's been playing. So I, I think he makes sense as a piece to move. Um, and like I said before the show to you, Madison, I, I believe you can still hit him with the qualifying offer. Um, so there's a little draft value in trading them, too. Definitely. Well, let's hit trivia. All right. I've got a great uh, – you guys have always complained about, you know – Us? Yeah, the trivia questions have to be from the last two months because you guys know nothing before this year. <laughs> two months. You know, I've never heard of Babe Ruth. Who is this person? I was asleep on opening day this year, so yeah. you can't ask questions about that. So I – Specifically, was looking for a twins trivia question, and I was combing through, and I didn't want to make it something very simple. Although I had a, almost went with a Roy Smalley question that I thought was really good. So here is the question: Okay, okay. Um, you guys turn off your your text thread, people. You can text in at three five two seven zero. Text in people. Please don't cheat and look it up. Um, this is technically an eight parter, and you'll see why. <laughs> good okay. Lord. How many twins? Twins meaning the organization. Okay. Twins. Slash senators have won MVP honors. Okay. And also, who are they and the years? Okay. Now, I know you guys all know a couple of them. I can do all of them. I can do, you all. Can do all eight. Uh, oh, I can't do all the senators. I can do all the twins. Okay. I can't, let's, I can't let's do see, all the Okay. Let's, let's, let's do your first one and I'll give you some. Background. Joe Maurer. Okay. Give, give me the year. Joe Maurer was 2009. Okay. So let me just get, I, I wrote down stats for each year and this is kind of a fascinating thing. So in the, MLB that year, Joe Maurer led in five categories, okay? 365 batting average, 444 OBP, 587 slugging, 1.031 OPS, and this is one of those uh, will stats, 171 OPS plus, which I still don't know. how. That means that he was 71% better than the average batter that season Okay, as a catcher. For the record. <laughs> okay. That year, by the way, he hit 28 home runs, which is the most he ever hit in uh, in a season. So yep. that was his stuff. Okay. Well, uh, Madison, why don't you give me another one if you know one of well, those? Well, it's, no, it's Will's turn. Okay, okay. <laughs> just, okay. So we're starting from the most recent and going backwards. Yeah. The next would be Justin Morneau in 2006. Correct. Okay. Now, 321 batting average, 375 OBP, 34 home runs that year. But he only led the league in one category. Do you know what that is? Um, this is the most obscure thing. Understand that you might leave. Sacrifice flies. Did you just guess that? I did. That's right. Here's here's the he led the league. He had eleven of them, which, I you know I had nothing to compare with. I was like, wow, that led the league. So yes, that is the category. So he only led one. Now understand, there's categories you don't want to lead in, like strikeouts, right. and some are meaningless, like oh, most games. Well, I'm playing a full full 162. Okay, what do you think is the next one? See if Madison can guess. Yeah, it's Madison's turn. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think the early 2000s had anyone. Nope. I think it's a big gap. It is. It's Carew, right? Okay, Carew. Do you know the year? Um, seventy. Seventy. 71? Seven. No. 77. 77. Oh, Madison gets 77. That was the the famous chase for, for 400 years. That's right. Uh, okay. So he had a 388 yeah. batting average, uh, 128 runs, which was led the league, 239 hits, which led the league, 
Interesting one, 16 triples. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of triples. 10 games. 449 OBP, 1.019 OPS, 178 uh, OPS plus, and 15 intentional walks, which was the lead that year. Wow. So he led in eight categories. So Morneau won it with only leading in one category, which is kind of a throwaway category. Yeah. I was, and it's important, but it's not that important, um, which is interesting. All right. What's the next one? Um, uh, so Harmon Killebrew would be next. Yes. Do you know the year? <laughs> it would have been, that would have been 71, right? 69. 69. Very close. Okay, okay. 69. So okay. Harmon Killebrew, one of the categories, he led in six categories. One of the categories, 162 games. So he played the whole season, didn't miss a game. It's pretty good. So he tied whoever else was playing that year. 49 home runs, which led the league. I believe uh, that's, is that the, well, no, no, it was a different year. He had yeah. set the team record. Yeah. Yeah. I think he hit 54 one yeah, year. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, 140 RBIs, which is a monster number. Uh, 145 base on balls, which which obviously was shattered by Bonds years later. Still um, a lot, though. Yes. Oh, that's a ton. It's like one every game. Um, 427 on base percentage, and he had 20 intentional walks. That was the categories he led in. Huh. All right. I don't think I know anyone else. Okay. I got one more. I I know he knows one more. And it was so weird because he threw the name out before we went on air. And I was like, I know so little about this player. Go ahead with the next one. So in 1965, uh, the Twins uh, would make it to the World Series against the Dodgers and Mm -hmm. lose in in an epic game. And and Billy Martin really pushed for Zoya, or excuse me, the manager at the time. Uh, really pushed for Zoilo Versailles to win the MVP that year. Mm-hmm. Who? Zoilo Versailles. Zoilo Versailles. He was, a, he was our shortstop. Mm-hmm. Um, very good player. Now, um, you might remember the person that came in second, though. The person that came in second that year was Tony Oliva, who maybe arguably had a better year. Yes. Huh. So, But Zoilo led in seven categories, which is a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. For the thing. So he uh, he was an infielder. Uh, 728 plate appearances, which was was the lead. 666 at bats, 126 runs. So I, I don't know. Was he a leadoff batter? He batted leadoff, and okay. I believe Tony O batted Bad second. second. Okay. Yeah. Zoilo is an awesome first name, by the way. Oh, that's a great is. name. Yeah. Uh, 45 doubles, thir- uh, 12 triples, 122 strikeouts. So that's that's not one you want to lead in. And uh, 308 total bases. That was the first time I saw that. But he was also like the vocal captain of the defense yep. and is a big locker room guy too so is that, he in the twins uh league of ring of honor however they do that the, the hall twins of hall of fame yeah. i believe yes yeah. his number is not retired um okay. but i believe he's in the twins hall of fame yeah okay so a couple guys that you, know, you thought might have been up there tony o never won one bob allison never won one uh, a lot of guys. So those are our twins. Now we're going to go into the senators. Okay? So we got three more then, right? So we got three more. Okay. So now here is the one that I I didn't have time to do the research on this guy last night. Mm. He led in no categories. And when I read you some of the stuff that he had, you'll be like, how did this guy win the MVP? So there must have been something going on, but it wasn't a war year. So it was 1925. Roger Peckinpah, never heard of him. Huh. 294 batting average. And this is the days of... 400 batting averages by Roger Hornsby and guys like that. Uh, 367 on base percentage, not a knockout number. 379 slugging, that's not even that's That's not a great. bad number. That's, uh, <laughs> and I, those are the only ones I wrote down. Led no categories as a shortstop. So there's something going on there. What it was, I don't know. They didn't strike back then. He wasn't a scab player, so I don't know. Now, here's the player I want to talk about. This player won it twice. 
I have a guess. What's your, what's your guess? Is, is it Walter Johnson? It is Walter Johnson. Okay. <laughs> okay, so for those fans out there that don't know who Walter Johnson, let me talk about 1924, um, where he led 12 categories. So he's the, the only pitcher we've had that won it. 1924, 23 wins, uh, 767 win-loss percentage, uh, average 2.05 strikeouts per win, 2.72 ERA, 158 strikeouts, uh, average 5.1 strikeouts per nine, uh, 38 games started, six shutouts, uh, 149 ERA plus. That's a will stat that I don't know how that works. 1.116 whip, 7.6 hits per nine, and another will stat, 3.01 FIP, F-I-P, which I looked up last night, couldn't figure it out, completely wrote it off. Okay, the, but I mean, that's that's crazy. Yes, and so the other year he won it was 1913. Um, he led in 16 categories, and I'll just name Ooh. a few of them. He had 36 wins that year, which is insane. 346 innings pitched. That'll never be done again. Um, here's another stat that they had that will never be matched, matched again. He only allowed nine home runs, but you have to remember that this was the dead ball era. Sure. So guys weren't hitting home runs. Right. His whip was .78, which is insane. 243 strikeouts, 1.14 ERA. Get this one. Here's the one that will never be matched again. 29 complete games. Good. Yeah. Yes. I don't even remember the last complete game. Oh, here's another one. 11 shutouts, which is an insane uh, stat. I guess so, technically it happened today with Shohei, but a complete game. But, well, yeah, but so. but 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 eleven shutouts. I mean, no, no one's going to get that in a season, let alone we'll be lucky if if a guy gets eleven shutouts in a career anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, real, real quick, Will, uh, what's FIP. a FIP? What's FIP? Uh, FIP is fielding independent pitching. Uh, it basically they figure it out by weighting things like strikeouts a little heavier um, and disincentivizing plays that involve fielders. They're, okay. they're trying to measure the, the pitcher's performance, not the fielders behind okay. them. Okay. So I did a bunch of research on Walter John. I'm fascinated by old players like this. Um, I bet Will might know this. What's his nickname? Uh, Night Train. The Big no, Train. The Big Train. The Big Train. Night Train Lane was a, yeah. a, a different guy. <laughs> so here's a few things about the guy. Um, if you were to build a Mount Rushmore of great pitchers, which we'll build out in um, Cooperstown, so you have great pitchers, Great hitters, great fielders, you know, obviously Babe Ruth and people like that on the hitters. But the pitchers would obviously have Cy Young. He would be definitely be number two. Um, then we can argue about three and four, whether we're going to take some some of the Grigmatics or Nolan Ryan or those sorts of guys. But those guys, Christy Matthewson would probably be up there. So, but he is, he's got 417 wins. Mm-hmm. Understand he's 90, uh, let's see, 94 behind Cy Young, mm-hmm. which is an insane number. Uh, 279 losses, 2.17 ERA, which is 12th on the list. By the way, the highest ERA is by a guy named Ed Walsh, 1.81. That's the mm. highest career. Or well, lowest, I suppose. Lowest, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah, lowest. This is the number that just blows my mind. 531 complete games. I'm sorry, what? 531 <laughs> complete games. How many of them were which, shutouts? Which makes him fourth on the list. Uh, well, that year... The year that he won, he had 11 shutouts that one year that he won. The, yeah, which is insane. Uh, oh, here it is. He's uh, He's got the record for shutouts, 110 shutouts in his career. 
Oh wow! Which we, we're gonna we'll we'll be have guys that be in the Hall of Fame now that have less than ten. Well, I, I mean, Burt Blylevin has the modern record with sixty. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's less like double that, and then yeah. add a couple more was Walter Johnson. Jeez. Get this innings pitched. He's third on the list, five thousand nine hundred fourteen. First is Cy Young with seven thousand three hundred fifty-six innings pitched, and Burt's goal was to pitch three thousand uh, innings in his career. Uh, he only gave up ninety-seven home runs. Part of it, I was saying to Madison. Part of it was during the dead ball era, so that really wasn't a thing. Uh-huh. Um, but he, I know Will loves this number, war. I I, I don't know why you. I, it's fine. It's a fine number. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's never been a thing. But I always look it up for you guys. Yeah. So his war. What will? What's always a good war number? A Hall of Fame war number? 60, 50, 60. Okay. One sixty-five point one. That's probably the best, best Which, all time. Or nah, best. He's behind Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. He's uh-huh. second. Babe Ruth is one eighty-two. Huh. Uh, Cy Young's 163 at third, and then Barry Bonds at 162.8 at fourth. How much will Shohei's be at the end of his career? <laughs> well, Dude, so th- you, guys, you guys always project on a player. He could get hurt in his next game and never see Dude, they're already, I mean, he's the first of his kind. They're, he's already in the Hall of Fame. He's the first. <laughs> I mean, Why are you laughing? This That's- is what I put up with, folks. I, I will say, I'll, guys, I'll put it on the record, Shohei, if he was abducted by aliens tomorrow and never played another game, as the only person in the history of the sport to both qualify as a batter and a hitter in the same season, you gotta, you gotta go. That. You gotta hey, put Bruce, him in, bro. He didn't oh, ever do it. He never did. He didn't. Plus, they didn't have the All Star game back then. <laughs> You're listening to the Home Run Porch. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, everybody. The Home Run Porch. We're live on KFGO. Thanks for listening to us tonight. Uh, we're going to get the, a new segment going down right now. We're going we're to need you guys' help in the text club, the KFGO text club at 35270. This is what is called the Immaculate Grid. And if you want to follow along with us, I encourage you to go to theimmaculategrid.com. And so what this is, it's a 3 by 3 rectangle, right? Um, and it, it's like those old genetics things you did in high school. So it's three teams by three teams. On the top bar, um, it is the San Francisco Giants, the San Diego Padres, and then so, called a gold glove. What are what we have to do is match up each team with the team on the bottom. So the top, again, is the Giants, the Padres, and a gold glove. On the side is St. Louis Cardinals, L.A. Angels, and a 40-home run season. So, for example... Um, the f- top corner is going to be a player, and these are all players, right? We have to name a player who played for both the Cardinals and the Giants first, and we want to try to pick some. Um, we just need – this is a fun game. Go to ImmaculateGrid.com, follow along with us, and complete this with us. We're going to try this out, all right? So we're going to start in the top corner, you guys. We need a St. Louis Cardinal and a San Francisco Giant. At any time in the any time in their careers, they could have been a Cardinal and a Giant. Well, they had to have been a Cardinal yes, and a Giant. Yes. Yes. Some way. Yeah. And does anything come to your mind, Kevin? No. <laughs> yeah. I it's going to be obvious once somebody says one, but I, I off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't have any for that one either off the top of my head. I, I Alex Cobb never pitched for the Cardinals, I don't think, right? That was the first name that popped into my head. Did AJ Przinsky, he went on a tour. He played with the San Francisco I'm going to guess A.J. Brzezinski. I don't think he ever played for the – is it the Padres, the other team? No, it's Giants and Cardinals. Giants and – oh, Cardinals. Oh, he never played. Boom. That is correct. What's the percentage Wait, wait, he played for the Cardinals? He did, 1%. 
So that's a super rare. That means that's... only 1% of people picked that for that grid. Okay. okay. So now we move wow. on with the Cardinals, right? Is that the end is going to tell us a bunch of players to meet those? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, the Cardinals, so the Cardinals and the Giants, we got A.J. Pierzynski, also former twin. So now we move on to the Cardinals and the Padres. Cardinals and Tommy Pham. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. So oh, we I, I'm thinking uh, Ozzie Smith. Correct. Okay. Yeah, Ozzie Smith starting with do Padres. Ozzie. Put him in there. 16%. That would nice, better than That's fam. pretty rare. Tommy Pham would have been a lot All more right, common. now we need, now this one is going to be easy, but we need a St. Louis Cardinal who also won a gold glove. And it can't be Ozzy Smith since we already used oh, him. Oh, okay. And let's not use Yadier because that'll probably be the Wait, most Wait, a Cardinal common. that won a, a gold glove? So Yadi is a fallout, fallback choice. Yeah, uh, Nolan or Ronaldo won one last True. year. So that's that's a fallback choice. Any... Did, did Pujols ever win one? I mean, he'd probably be a... a I don't feel confident name. in that, though. No, I don't either. I think yeah. Pujols won one at first. I, I would Tommy not feel Tommy Hare back in 1987. No, I'm just okay, I gonna, I, I'm confident with Pujols, you guys. I would, I would say do Nolan Arenado. He'd probably be a better choice. I'm going Pujols. Okay. You're doing that because you can't spell Nolan Arenado. That's why. I can't even pronounce oh, it. Okay, 5%. Okay. 5%. Albert Pujols did win a gold glove, 5%. Okay. All right, we're now we're moving on to the middle row. Now we need a Los Angeles Angel or Anaheim Angel with a San Francisco Giant. Or a California Angel. Or, <laughs> uh, Angel and a Giant. Angel and a Giant. Okay. Angel and a Giant. Um, uh, Tim Lincecum fits that Ooh, description. Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. Yeah. That's good one. Okay. Tim Lincecum. 26%. That's a little okay. high, but you know what? Who else, right? Yeah, All right, now we need an angel that was also a padre. An angel that was also a padre. I'm thinking one, it's pretty recent, but the only was one, it? Hunter Renfro. That's what I was thinking, too. Um, I got nobody. Yeah, that's the only one. I, I don't know anyone of. else, so we're going to go with Hunter Renfro. 20%, okay. All right, so so far we have five Why don't twins in pretty much every team in baseball? Because we were the... the uh, Minor league system for everybody in baseball for about 40 years. <laughs> if you're following along, go to immaculategrid.com. Um, it'll pop up. We're playing a little game here. Um, we need to name some players here that were on, you know, the uh, different teams. But here's another one. We need an angel okay. that also won gold glove. Did Pools win one when he was out there? With no. Them? He no. was DHing, wasn't he? He DHing most of his time, yeah. yeah. I know that Tori Hunter won a gold glove. Oh, that's a call. safe safe. That's a safe, right that's a safe yeah. yeah. Also, former twin Tori Two eyes. T-O-R-I-I. Yeah, good thing we don't have to spell it 17%. Okay, that's not bad. All right, now we've gotten to the 40-plus home run. The third line. What team? What team? We need 40-plus home run season with... The Giants. So one obviously comes was, to mind. Well, the obvious one's Willie Mays or Barry Bonds. Yeah. Um, I would say Mays are probably worth more. Who else do you got on that team? I want to hold back Willie Mays, though, because the final one we're going to have to do is 40 home runs and a gold glove winner. Oh, and oh but that one, there's so many. Are there? No. Yeah, for no. the. Oh, I see what I you're can saying. think of a lot, I think. Really? Oh, yeah. 40, uh, okay. Rodriguez didn't win a gold glove the year that he hit 42, did he? Well, does it have to be at any Maris. time in the career, or does it have to be the same year? I thought it had to be the same year. That's what I was asking. Oh, no. It can be at any time oh, in their career. That's okay, then, then it's You could even say then Brian Dozier. So are we going to go Bonds? Um, who is the guy I, that I, played I think, second? I think Willie Mays is the better pick because I think less people will pick him just because it's Barrett Bonds is so obvious. Well, well who is the second baseman? Was that Jeff 
or who for, for the uh, the Giants, Giants with Bonds. He was the the media didn't like him. It wasn't Jeff Kent, it was it or what? What's his? Mm, I don't know. I well, can't think of who he was. I mean, do we just go Bonds just oh, to be I safe? Whatever, whatever. Okay. I'm just mad. Fifty six. Okay. Yeah. Mad when we have to put him down for anything. Forty plus home run and Padre. I only have one guess for this. I have zero, so I don't. Uh, know. Oh, uh, Dave Winfield. Oh, I was gonna say Adrian Gonzalez. Oh yeah. Um, who else do we have? Dave Winfield. Oh, God, did Dave Winfield hit forty home runs in a season? He's up there. I'm pretty sure Adrian yeah, Gonzalez. Put, put in Dave. If you get it wrong, does it just? Give you an X for the box. Or? No, then you're done. It has to be immaculate. So we it, have to it, get every single one right. It's so like that's an immaculate. Oh inning. well, then then yeah, I don't know if he, you know, he I played would, with him for ten years, but I don't know if he. I would go with a, uh, a okay. gun. Yeah, yeah. Adrian Gonzalez. So you have to get them all right. Oh, Whew. okay. Eighteen percent. One left, you guys. One left. Forty plus home run season. Gold glove. This is easy. There's lots of them. Willie Mays is the first. Thing yeah, well, it's gold. Willie Mays. What about Roger Maris? Did he? Ooh, that would be a great score. Pretty obscure. Yep. Do do Roger Maris, yeah, do him, hometown boy, yeah. hometown guy, Roger Maris. Are we going to do it, folks? Three, two, one, boom! Immaculate. Our rarity scores one sixty one, which is very good. Okay. You want it to be as low as possible. Um, let's see. Lots of uh, here's a general uh, consensus of uh, p- people who were picked today. The very most general uh, scores: St. Louis and a Giant, Carlos Beltran. Oh, I guess St. Louis and a Padre, Matt Carpenter, more recent. I would assume that most of these people are guessing more recent people. St. Yeah. Louis and you know, uh, Gold Glove, Nolan Arenado. We talked about that. Who else did they have for that? Um, did they have Ozzy? They must have had Ozzy on that. I don't know. Uh, they just show the top percentage person. Oh, so okay. Ozzy would have been less than, and I would guess that a lot of people did Ozzy for the like we did. Yeah. Um, also, and, Angel and a Gold Glove former twin Andrelton Simmons. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that was kind of fun. Um, now you got me. I'm going to play that with my Wordle. Seriously, and my everyone, Wordle and my, it, it's just like Wordle. It comes out every day at 9 a.m. Oh. ImmaculateGrid.com. Play along. It's really fun. Uh, do we we have a few minutes left. Let's better, talk about me winning the um, the pick the stick. That is true. All right, we're back here. Another week of pick the stick. Um, Kevin went with uh, Alex Kirloff, who uh, had a pretty big day. Um, Will went That's with Carlos Correa. Yeah. Um, Madison wasn't Kirloff the player of the week last week? Yeah, he was the yeah. American League yeah, player. Yeah, the American League player of the week. So I, I think you've qualified for <laughs> regionals. Pick the stick. Yeah, I think yeah. that, is that how that works? Maybe we move on. <laughs> And I picked Edouard Julien. Um, so oh, um, that was a good pick. But that he was one that was good. It was closer than than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Will came in um, with third, um, or I guess we didn't have a listeners last week. Came in third with Carlos Correa, who had nine points. He had two doubles, two runs, and three RBIs last week. So respectable showing and right? a walk off. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, let's just but hope the, the Twins are hitting the ball. I don't, you know, I, I could lose pick the sick for all I care. As long as the Twins are hitting, they're hitting, they're scoring runs. Yeah. It's been fun watching these guys the last, since the All-Star break. Also, quick, I know someone texted in, Giants and Cardinals, Orlando Cepeda. Yes, that's a good Cepeda. call. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Whoever texted in, bonus points. Tune in next week. We'll My do biggest thing is, is trying to remember players that played from those multiple teams. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the hard Especially one. if a guy's name, you know. It's easier when you have like the gold glove or the 40 plus home runs or, or K's. Kevin, you know, you won. Uh, you had 18 points. Do I get uh, a new car? Kirilov had one single, three doubles, um, a homer, 
two runs and five RBIs. I came in second. How many Ju- points is that? How many 18. Points? Wow. That's Julian had three singles, one triple, one home run, four runs, and two RBIs. We got 20, 20 seconds. Let's we close. Players? Oh, yeah. Okay, go. Go. Madison, who are you picking? We got 20 seconds. I'm staying with Julian. I'm staying with Kirilov. I guess I'm staying with Correa. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Ladies oh and gosh. gentlemen, you've Thanks. been listening to the Home Run Porch. Tune in next week. We'll be with you on Monday next week. Yes, okay? Monday next week, and we might have a special guest for you, so Ooh. tune in.